Good evening everyone and welcome to Essex Church, home of Kensington Unitarians, on this unusually mild Christmas Eve. A particular welcome to anyone who's here for the first time, or perhaps you're a regular Christmas visitor, someone who's only back around this time of year, in which case welcome back. Maybe you're a regular here, maybe you've given your heart to this place and these people, and this feels like your spiritual home. Whoever you are, however you are, wherever you are on your spiritual journey, we're glad to have you with us on this special night. Please make yourselves at home. And please do stay for mince pies, mulled wine, leftover cake, tea and other refreshments if you've got time afterwards. For those who don't know me, my name's Jane Blackall and I will be leading the service tonight along with members of the congregation. I invite you to remain seated throughout the service tonight. It's quite a contemplative mood. I won't announce the carols, but hopefully you can follow along in your little order of service. All the words are in there and the words to some responsive readings later on. Hopefully you'll also have received a little candle as you came in. We'll be lighting those later on. Do take care. (coughs) Our opening words are by Carter Smith. Spirit of life, God of all love, On this night, may we bear witness to the guiding lights, to the lights in the sky that call us together and to give of ourselves, the lights that celebrate new life and renewed hope. Tonight, may we receive and offer good tidings, the news that life and its seasons do go on, that tyrannical rulers do not have the final word and that despair is not everlasting. May our senses be awakened to delight in the gifts of fragrance and warmth, to savour the feasts before us, and to revel in the laughter and embraces, the sense of connection with loved ones near and far. May we breathe deeply and be well grounded as we sit with the quiet stillness of these short days. And may our hearts beat a rhythm of gladness as we lift our voices to proclaim the joy of this season. We gather together on this Christmas Eve as fellow travellers on a journey, looking for light, for hope, for peace and for love. We gather as people from many varied backgrounds, Many faiths, many cultures, and many spiritual paths, each facing our own struggles and setbacks along the way. But as we light this chalice, this symbol of our worldwide Unitarian community, we gather as one body, looking to the Nativity tonight for its message to all humanity. Its message is, there is light, there is hope, there is peace, there is love. And I'll ask Juliet now to come forward and light our Advent candles. Tonight we're lighting those candles for the last time this year. We light the candle of hope for that which is best in us to rise, to enliven our souls and our relationships. The second candle we light for peace. For the courage to soften what is rigid in our hearts, to find the soft spot and to stay with it. We light the third candle in the name of joy. Joy in the shape of gratitude for all that is our life, 
and joy in expectation of the world that we are building and creating with one another. The fourth candle is lit in the name of love, the creative force in all our lives. And finally tonight, we light the central candle, the light that shines in the darkness with the full power of our faith. We know how real the brokenness of the world is, but we will not give brokenness the last word. May this light bear our hopes, as well as our faith in love, in goodness, in compassion and justice. The light shines in the darkness, but the darkness shall not overpower it.
Spirit of life and love, we know you by many names, or perhaps no name at all. Yet together we know this is a holy night. We come from many different traditions, or perhaps no tradition at all. We have celebrated decades of Christmases now, or this might be our first time at a Christmas Eve service. Yet together we know this is a holy night. It is a holy night because we are here together, joined in our common humanity, listening to the words of the centuries-old stories and the familiar carols, recognising that these are our stories too. We have been the frightened youngsters whose lives are about to change forever through no intention of their own. We have known what it is like to not fit in, to be excluded, to be told there is no room for us in the inn. We too have been the shepherds who are stunned into silence by the awe of nature, fearful of what we are being asked to do next. We are the wayfarers on a journey that has an ending we do not know. But we also know the promise of looking into the eyes of a newborn child. We recognise the divine within that new life, Emmanuel, God within us. We have known the excitement and the adventure of a shared new journey. We know that we cannot make it through this life alone. We pray that we will too have visits from wise ones, angels who will tell us not to be afraid, and those who bring us light in our darkest days to show us the way. We yearn for the promise of peace and everlasting love, and that the words of the carols may ring true. In the bleak midwinter, in this world of pain, may our hearts be open, may love be born again. The hopes and fears for all the years are met in thee tonight, silent night, holy night. May all be calm, may all be bright. Peace on earth, goodwill to all. We know together it is indeed a holy night, and we are blessed to share it together. We come together on this sacred night to awaken ourselves to the joy of Christmas, to the miracles of life, the birth of a baby, the rising of the sun once more, the magic of this earth, of Mother Nature herself, the love of one another. This Christmas myth calls us to remember, to remember that the ordinary can become extraordinary, to remember that any child, our own children, can become great prophets, teachers, leaders of nations, 
saviors even, not of souls but of lives, working to end the ills and suffering in our world. So the challenging thing becomes not to look for miracles, but finding where there isn't one. This is our prayer. We give thanks for our many blessings. We are reminded this night to share our blessings with as many people as possible, to consider that even the smallest gift, the smallest effort, can make a difference in someone's life in the world. For this is the season of giving. This Christmas myth reminds us that the tradition of giving gifts symbolizes divinity. When we give, we honor the divine in each other. We acknowledge the common link among us all, the common ancestral blood we all share, the blood that is meant to unite us once and for all. This is our prayer. We pray for peace, that war may end. We pray for food, that none may go hungry. We pray for forgiveness, that our world may begin to heal. We pray for dignity and worth, respect and love, liberty, justice, and equality for all. But this prayer alone is insufficient. We pray knowing that this prayer holds the thought in the forefront of our mind. This prayer focuses our energy on the needs of the world, but we know that this prayer also requires action. And with this very prayer, we resolve to act, to seize the moment, to seize our own power. This Christmas myth reminds us that this moment is precious. This moment is holy. This moment is powerful. This moment is love. This moment is full of hope and possibility. This moment is all we need. This is our Christmas prayer on this silent and holy night. O oh God, who moves among the stars of the cold, clear sky, whose voice whispers in the silence of falling snow, whose silence stills our hearts and leaves us wondering and waiting. Lord, we are seeking Christmas, searching in this season for a hidden door, to a forgotten room in the house of our very being where we can live the lives we meant to live. We are searching for Christmas, seeking in this season to be finally persuaded that hope is not just a good idea and that love is not naive and that faith is not just the brave face we put on a hopeless situation. Lord, the fear of all the world is that you have left us alone here and that this here and now world is all there is or could ever be. And the hope of our age is that you have indeed met us where we are, at an inn at the end of the world, that we might have assurance. You have lifted a lantern to light our path so that we may follow 
your footsteps through the snow. Grant us a measure of your Christmas peace. Fill us each with hope and good cheer. And grant that each one be surrounded by those who love them. And that there, in the joyous tumult of this season, we pray that you speak a word of encouragement and grace to every human heart. a time of prayer and reflection now so you might want to put down anything you don't need to be holding get comfortable in your chair 
and get yourself in the right frame of body and mind for a time of praying together. Blessed and holy night, silent night, full of truths too awesome to bend into words, we sit in the glow of ages, wound round stories that teach some of us what it means to be human, and some of us what it means to see God. The meditations of our hearts, the prayers of our souls, speak our independent needs, loves and yearnings. May they collect for a moment in this our common experience as we direct them together now. We seek the patience to peer long enough into the eyes of our brothers and sisters and all the members of our human family that we too may see them as children, children of loving mothers and fathers, children of divinity itself. We seek the wisdom to pause long enough before making those judgments that separate us one from another, that separate us from our very souls. We seek the strength to hold those lives that are placed in our own care, not to protect them from every trial, for no arms are that strong, but to hold them in the light as long as the light is available. We seek the still small call to compassion that cannot be silenced by greed, fear or anger that roots so deeply in our humanity that it will out should we pause long enough to listen. For all of these, we give ourselves in prayer or meditation, not a prayer that will end at the moment when we say Amen, but so that we might find the means to make our yearnings manifest in the world around us by the work of our hands and the proclamations of our hearts. Amen. You have to know your body as the home of God, and this is the purpose of Christmas. The rose blossoming in the wilderness is the unfolding of your pleasure. As the fingers peel an orange and sweetness buds in the mouth. The bright star in the night sky is the sudden clarity of your instinct for joy. The birth cry in the night is your child falling into the dark and your arms holding her. The terror of Herod's murderous intent is your rage that you would prefer death to change. The singing angel is your voice at church, not sure of the tune, but certain for a moment that there is a glory. The animals 
breathing their warm breath in the fragile stable are all our emotions, kneeling into the body of earth at ease in the presence of God. Mary is you, God in your body. Joseph is you, sheltering God in the world. This is the key to the mystery. The word became flesh. We are the dwelling place. When we scale at last the walls which our hardened hearts have built, then we come face to face finally with the blessedness of one another. Then we see that these struggling fellow pilgrims with whom we share this space are no longer robbers, pirates and thieves, but deepest friends most intimate souls. To see this creation with the eyes of God means seeing with the eyes of peace. It means finding ways to bind up the broken even when the world says it can't be done. To scale these walls of alienation and despair means living our lives in truth with justice, neither denying the holy gifts of our hearts and souls, nor hoarding them like miser's gold. It's the simplest call of all, in essence. To open ourselves to God, we first open ourselves to one another, each day we live in hope the deepest possibilities of our dreams and of our visions in this life we dwell as well in heaven then it is that we will turn and greet one another knowing at long last the simple blessing of standing fully in the presence of another true Messiah, face to face with one like us, a beaming, holy child of God.
I invite you now, if you wish, to join in with this responsive reading. The words are in your hymn booklet, and please join in, if you'd like to, with the words that are printed in bold. Some say that Jesus is the light of the world. We all can be the light of the world if we seek to act in ways which enlarge the realms of love and justice. When we share another's pain or offer a comforting ear to a friend in need, we are the light of the world. When we give bread to the hungry or support ways to house the homeless, when we fight temptations to wrongdoing within ourselves and treat our neighbours with respect, we are the light of the world. When we try to overcome differences with understanding and solve conflict with peaceful means, we are the light of the world. When we look for the good in other people and in ourselves, we are the light of the world. When we do not stay quiet in the face of prejudice, but speak our minds firmly and gently, we are the light of the world. When we fight despair within ourselves and side with hope, we are the light of the world. When we use our powers justly and in the service of love for humanity, we are the light of the world. We are the light of the world. Amen. We're about to move into a time of candle lighting, shared stillness, and meditative singing. You might want to find your candle. Some words from Lisa Rubin. Let us be still in the darkness of our sacred space and listen to the quiet around us. For even in the quiet there is the gentle being with others. Let us feel the warmth of this community knowing we are not alone. For in the quiet shadow is the glow of life within all. In the darkness each candle bears a gift, a small flame, a diminutive light, yet the wondrous gift to kindle another's glow. So let us be in awe at this moment as we each take up the flame and the light envelops this room, as hope for peace and goodwill fill this night. And let's pass the light from one to another now. When all the candles are lit, we will join in singing and then hold a few minutes of candlelit silence in the darkness before we sing again.
Blessed are you who bear the light in unbearable times, who testify to its endurance amid the unendurable, who bear witness to its persistence when everything seems in shadow and grief. Blessed are you in whom the light lives, in whom the brightness blazes, your heart a chapel, an altar where in the deepest night can be seen the fire that shines forth in you, in unaccountable faith, in stubborn hope, in love that illumines every broken thing it finds. Spirit of Christmas, Spirit of Peace, Spirit of Hope. We gather in the depths of darkness to bear witness to the everlasting light, assembling at the turn of the year to recall that which stands beyond time and change, that which we call God. We join together in, to acknowledge the brotherhood and sisterhood, the kinship of all people that surpasses our singular loyalties, uniting us as offspring of one creation. Into this sacred time we now enter to listen to dream and to be transformed. May our thoughts be filled with gratitude and love. Gratitude for our earth, shining in space, evergreen and radiant. Gratitude for the enchantment of starlight and the infinite wonder of the night. Gratitude for our children and all children, the future of our world. Love for life, the greatest of miracles. Love for all those far and near who have blessed our days with tenderness and affection and bestowed upon us memories of laughter and mirth. Let us now be reconciled to this holy season. Let us embrace this moment with joy. Let the cares and worries of a hectic week subside, if only for an interval that our hearts might be touched with mystery and awe. We rest now in quiet communion with our universe. Cradling all in love, we sense our kinship with all people. As the gentle glow of candlelight illumines our true features, the grief and gladness written on each face, giving dignity to every countenance. 
We pray that the divinity within every creature might be made visible tonight. That every eye might see the world in newborn beauty. And that every voice might sing in praise. We pray that compassion and goodwill might make their home with us, finding within our souls a welcome hearth, burning brightly with faith and hope and love. All these centuries after the story of the star and the wise men, the baby born in the stable and the angels singing him in with their mysterious alleluias, we are lost and wandering still. We stumble at every step over our own greed or need, our ignorance or fear. Bethlehem is not a gentle city tonight. Its people are wise in the ways of the clenched fist, the broken truce, marked like them with the scars of ignorance and sorrow. We come to Christmas baffled as any shepherd by the music that sounds so high above us, the syntax foreign to our sceptical heart. Yet we try to speak the language of hope, lifting ourselves towards the future with a dream of what yet may be. We remember that the heart of Christmas is hope. Hope that a child born homeless and in danger may grow up to be wise and kind. That the stars, serene in their darkness, have something to teach, that there are mysteries around us, among us, singing ethereal harmonies. New hope in ourselves rises then too, that we will learn one day, and in the nick of time, how to walk our paths with truth and justice, how to bring peace to life on this earth, how to sing for ourselves <clears throat> the angels' songs of praise, wonder and joy.
in this beloved community, we have shared stories, sung carols, opened our hearts to the beauty of music. Tonight we have turned to one another, lighting each other's candles in the darkness. Tonight we have dared to hear a message of hope, spoken once again against the forces of oppression. It is time now to depart, to go onward to the rest of our lives and the world outside these doors. So let us go in the spirit of love, never knowing when or where we might find the divine, yet conscious of that spark within each of us and the unfolding beauty that surrounds us all. May peace and joy be your companions, whether you are alone or with others this Christmas time. And may the gift of community dwell in your hearts, for here in this place you will be welcome, always. Amen. Amen.